0: Hey, y'all, welcome to the Wildfire Podcast. This week, we are going to be focusing on the second section of prayer, which is repentance. So, I can't wait to get started. Now, I know repentance definitely is not one of the easiest things to do. There are times when I find it so difficult to repent. It's hard to admit that I was wrong and to turn from my ways, it takes humility. But it's not just that. I have to have the desire to turn from my old sinful ways. I have to know that God's plan is better than mine and that without him, my plan is worth absolutely nothing. My plan in life will never go as I imagine. But when I act according to God and really commit to following him, it is no longer my pleasure that I am seeking, but his plan in life. God isn't on my team. I am on his team. We are adopted into his family. Therefore, Repenting from my ways and turning to him is a surrenderance of my old ways. In fact, seeking him more than my own desires actually relieves so much pressure and unhappiness and stress in my life. It isn't about me and making sure I am happy and I have a good life, but that I glorify God in my actions. I look at the bigger picture, a picture that's bigger than myself, a picture bigger than this world. This really adds so much more peace to my life knowing that my goal is to glorify God and not just pleasing myself, because that will never be satisfactory. I focus on serving Him now, and God can handle the future. As a song we all know goes, He's got the whole world in His hands, and much more than the world. And if He can handle all that in His hands, He can handle my life. Repentance may look different for everyone, but it is always a surrenderance of our ways to Him and seeking to glorify Him instead of ourselves. Praising God sets our prayers up to focus on the Lord as powerful and strong, knowing that He is so much greater than we could ever imagine. Repentance humbles ourselves before the Lord. We admit that we are wrong and try to get back on the same page. Jeremiah 29, 12-13 Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. If we seek God with all our heart, we aren't focusing on our earthly desires or putting ourselves before God, which leads to sin most of the time. If we do so, God says we will seek Him and we will find Him. We will grow closer to our God as a result. Second Chronicles 7.14 If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will hear their land. If we can humble ourselves enough to pray, then God will hear our prayers and forgive our sins. Sometimes, those days when I pray and I feel like I'm just talking to a blank wall, most of the time I have found it's because some sin is standing in my way. I need to figure out what is blocking my prayers, what's getting in my way, and then repent and turn to Him. The first step in this verse says to humble ourselves. Admit that we have done something wrong and we need forgiveness. And sometimes we also have to accept the consequences. The second step is to pray. Talk to God. Ask for forgiveness. Voice our repentance. It is our willingness to spend time with him and make him a priority in our life, a desire for a strong relationship. The third step says, seek my face. Not just say we want to seek God, but actually do it. Read our Bible. Apply it to our life. And the more we do that, the easier it will be to serve him and know his ways. The fourth step in this is turn from our wicked ways. The good can't just outweigh the bad. We can't just do enough good things where all the bad stuff disappears. If we are followers of Jesus, we cannot also be followers of the world. We have to choose a side. Then we will develop a closer relationship with God. when where sin doesn't stand in the way. Then we can start to understand his forgiveness and start a new life unattached to our old ways. And if we do this, God promises He will forgive us. I'm going to read a few more verses about forgiveness. Matthew 3 8 says, Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Psalm 66 17, 17 through 20. I cried out to Him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and heard my prayer. Praise be to God. He has not rejected my prayer, or withheld my, his love from me. Second Chronicles thirty nine b. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate; he will not turn his face from you if you return to him. I like that last verse. It says that he will not turn his face from you if you return to him. If we go to him, it doesn't matter what we've done. It doesn't matter what our past is like. We've all messed up. We've all made mistakes. We're all on the same page. He will not turn his face from us. He's always there for us. All right, so for our quarantine entertainment this week, we have me again. I know, I'm sorry. You get to hear my voice again. But I am going to share a few fun facts I learned living in Europe for the last couple of years. We actually lived in Germany, but we got to travel, which was a super neat experience, and I learned so much. Well, first, Well, first of all, the first thing I learned when I got there is that bathrooms are not like bathrooms or baño, but they're WCs. In Germany, they would be pronounced Veses. It stands for water closet. That is where you ask to go to use a bathroom. So if you see a sign saying WC, it means bathroom. It came in handy once we figured that out. The second thing, which I'm sure a lot of you know, is that the Autobahn has no speed limit. So you can go as fast as you want, pretty much and i say that like i drove on the speed on the autobahn and i'd be like yeah i drove where there's no speed limit but secretly the entire time i was like terrified behind the wheel gripping it with two hands but that's a secret the other thing that i learned was that portugal is actually the oldest nation in europe which i found really interesting i thought it was like rome or italy or something but it's portugal Another thing that we learned just like grocery shopping and things is that the milk, you won't find that in the dairy section and you won't find it like in the refrigerated area. It's actually bought on the shelf. So they have much smaller than the ones we use in um, America, which is nice. It doesn't take up so much fridge space. And then you can store it like in the pantry. So you can like stock up on milk. Because I know in the US, it is so hard to stock up on milk because you keep having to go back every single day to get milk. But nope, it's kind of like soy milk. You can just leave it out on the counter. No more spoiled milk. Pretty nice. And the last thing, which I thought was so interesting, is kind of like how Chick-fil-A, they don't work on Sundays and things. That's how a lot of things are in Europe. So Sundays are pretty relaxed. Um, Everyone gets to spend time with their family, and it's kind of like a family day. You go to church, you go home, and there's just more time with your family. It's not as much like rush and busyness things close earlier so again that gives you more time with your family and just to hang out which was super neat especially coming from the u.s where everyone's always going around so much and it's hard to even talk to people so yeah those are some of the super interesting things i found about europe Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of the Wildfire Podcast. I hope you'll join me next week as we look at the third aspect of prayer, which is asking. Also be sure to go follow the Wildfire Podcast on Instagram for all the latest updates. I'll talk to y'all soon.